Hello, 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 and welcome to episode one of Getting Rooted, the show that is all about the journey of being rooted, reclaiming one's own truth and embracing destiny. I'm Janine Hansel from Pong, your host, and I'm a licensed clinical professional counselor and a trauma specialist in the state of Maryland. I am also the founder and clinical director of Rooted Holistic Therapeutic Services. The content of this podcast is not counseling advice, nor a substitute for individual therapy. The content is for information purposes only, and the information provided is not intended to be a replacement for medical and mental health advice. So make sure that you seek and follow advice of your licensed medical or mental health professional. In this podcast episode, I will be discussing what holistic mental health is and how this lens of healing, the whole body can offer a different perspective of embracing your journey while healing from trauma. Well, guys, when we, you know, this topic is really important because Healthcare is changing and shifting to more of an integrated approach. And what we used to think of as wellness has changed immensely. And perhaps even our definition of being well or healthy has changed, right? We used to think of mental health as separate from the rest of the body, but now we know that the two are innately connected. Um, And this knowledge allows us to take a more holistic approach to mental health, which is more effective and provides a better health outcome, we found in research. So today in this episode, we're going to really explore what holistic mental health is, why it is important, and how to really achieve it through different methods and modalities um, that may be offered by different therapists or providers in your area. So If you ever wonder if there's more you can do to support your mental health, keep listening. All right, so I have over 20 years of experience in the mental health field and over the last eight years in private practice. And I I've seen during this time frame a disconnect in my clients and their ability to really experience wellness. And what I mean by that, like they will come in with physical symptomology and really not um, connecting that the symptomology is really from not addressing mental health concerns. Um, a lot of clients will have body aches or their sore neck or um, tension in their body, um, tight joints, all these things. And it's closely related to the anxiety or the depression or other mental health concerns that they have been experiencing. Getting rooted is really the concept of allowing yourself to get rooted and grounded by really addressing the whole person. Um, the healthcare system has siloed every specialty and call, and this has caused there to be a disconnect between the physical symptoms as well as the mental health symptoms that a client or individual may be experiencing. So for instance, my dad, my dad was recently diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. However, he was having a lot of the symptoms of the early stages for years now. Um, and we didn't know that the symptoms that he was experiencing with his um, urology, neurology, 
um, as well as just health concerns was really rooted and attached to all the symptoms of Parkinson's. And once he received his diagnosis last year, it the light bulb went off. It was like, what? All these things he was going through were signs, very telling signs of Parkinson's. But because the doctors were not communicating, um, there was not a clear um, treatment plan that everyone was involved in, it was being missed for years. Um, and he could have probably gotten earlier treatment or earlier intervention if it was caught sooner. So it's really important to make sure that all of your treatment providers are all on the same page and they're communicating with one another in order to really get the diagnosis that is necessary and the treatment that is necessary and quickly dealing with the situation at hand. So that was just a perfect example of something I just went through um, that really looking at the holistic model of treatment is really important. So when we talk about holistic mental health, what is it, right? So holistic mental health refers to creating wellness in a person's whole being. And this approach considers the mind-body connection. Um, It takes into all the aspects of a person. So their social um, interactions, their emotional being, their physical being, their mental being, even their behavioral being. How are they behaving? How are they acting um, and dealing with things that are happening in their life? So, you know, this approach really focuses on addressing the root cause of disease that one's body experienced instead of just managing the symptoms, right? Just putting a Band-Aid on top of it, but really getting to the root of the situation and dealing with what is causing the problem. Um, in the first place. And I find this a lot in treatment and therapy with my clients. Um, Over the years, they may have been seeing providers and I've been dealing with anxiety for years. I've been dealing with um, depression for years, but not really dealing with what is causing the depression, what may be in their body, you know, their chemical um, makeup, what's causing the 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 depression is it situational or is it chemical you know and what's what's happening that is causing this person to stay in this cycle so really making sure that all the doctors are on board and that's a big push that i've been having in my practice to making sure that we are um collaborating with all the providers of the person so that we're making sure that we're making good choices, that the doctors understand what's happening with them from a mental standpoint. Um, and me as a therapist, I understand what's going on with them from a medical standpoint and really being able to provide that person with a clear treatment plan. So through this lens of holistic mental health, symptoms of poor mental health, such as depression, anxiety, high stress, mood swings are a result of the mental, social, biological, emotional, and perhaps even spiritual factors that can be addressed in order to create a whole body of health, right? So if, for instance, you are um, dealing with anxiety, let's use that for example, if you're dealing with anxiety, but your body is is really tense, your body is always um, in pain and all of those things, we have to look at what is causing the anxiety and why is your body tensing up that you're constantly in pain. Um, I've had clients where once they've done some alternative um, therapies, um, such as Reiki and 
um, yoga and things of that nature, along with trauma work, they have gotten the best results because they're working out all the kinks, working out all the issues, uh, problem areas and spots that they're experiencing. Um, and they get a better result um, in treatment and really addressing what's going on with them. And so this holistic approach to mental health is not a replacement for traditional healthcare or Western uh, medicine, but it's an addition to it. So it should really focus on each individual's need, including their lifestyle intervention, such as nutrition and exercise, right? So if you're not eating well, you're not going to feel well. So um, that's a big piece of this, right? If you're not exercising, if you're not moving your body at least 30 minutes a day of some level, you're not going to feel that great. So really me- making sure that you're incorporating all these pieces to really experience wellness. So why holistic? Why why should we even think about this holistic approach? Or why now, right? Um, so a study has shown that people with mental illness have a lower quality of life. They have worse health outcomes and higher rates of death with an average of 10 years of life loss. That is a long <laughs> time or a lot of years to lose because of mental health issues, right? And so this is because you know mental and physical health are innately connected. Um, mental illness can be caused or influenced by genetics, experiences, um, environmental factors that someone may be experiencing, such as physical imbalances, neurological issues, trauma, and even the health of the body. Um, so we cannot ignore the mind-body connection, right? And the impact our choices have on our overall health. And so this term mind-body connection really refers to the impact that these two parts of a person have on one another and the individual's health. So it goes both ways, right? The mind influences the health of the body and the body the body's health impacts the mind. Um, and so we see where this, this uh, correlation or this connection is really deeply rooted. And when one thing is out of order or one thing is not aligned, everything else seems to be um, not aligned not aligned and not where it needs to be. So managing our mental health system, such as anxiety, depression, and mood swings is essential just to be able to function daily, right? So, you know, the focus really is to be on addressing the underlying causes of the symptoms. So I want to talk to you all um, so that you know that you can really be empowered in knowing that there is more than more you can do to really improve your mental health besides taking medication and receiving therapy. I'm not knocking that. That has been the model that I've used over the years, but really recognizing that there's more than to mental health wellness than just taking medication and receiving therapy. Um, but unfortunately, you know, while many healthcare pro- practitioners know that more can be done to support mental health than just, you know, the the modern way or the way that we've been doing it with medication and, and um, psychotherapy, the treatment is often disjointed. We're 
disjointed, it's incomplete because the healthcare system has separate specialties. Like I said earlier, we've been siloed. The neurologists deal with the neurologists, urology deal with urology, and no one's communicating with the other. Um, the example that I gave earlier about my dad, the urologist got upset because the primary care doctor was quote unquote messing with the meds. Um, and And so I just chuckled because I get it. Like, that's what you know. That's what you've been trained for or trained in. But I don't think it ever occurred to her to really talk to um, the primary care doctor to find out why the medicine would change or what could, you know, what was the reason? What was, is it, was it interacting with a different med? Like none of that conversation was had. And so I'm like, of course that person, you know, the other doctor changed it because they thought that was best. Um, and you as the patient or you as the client are in the middle of all of this and not really knowing that you have a voice that you can really, um, put things in place to have more of a holistic treatment plan that everyone is um, adhering to. Um, so, you know, this disjointed way of looking at mental health, the it really impacts our physical health, it impacts our lifestyle habits, you know, how we sleep, how, what we're eating, how we're moving. Um, and this is where the neglect comes in. Not only not only the professional, not only the doctors or therapists, all, but our own self. Like, how do we neglect ourselves? Because we're not even being empowered or knowing that we have a voice to say, no, let's let all the, all the um, individuals, all the providers come to the table and let's talk about this. You know, and when I worked in residential care years ago, um, we used to have what we call a treatment team, right? So all the interdisciplinary individuals would come to the table, the psychiatrists, the therapists, the nurses, um, the direct care staff, everyone that was involved, school staff, um, everyone that was involved in the care of those students would come to the table and have a conversation weekly to make sure that everyone was on the same page. Now, I know that's a higher level of care, but I think the same model should be taken into consideration when we're talking about the health of an individual, just basic health, right? Because something can be missed um, if we only have one eye looking at it, if we have multiple eyes looking at the one situation, we may be able to address things quicker and more efficient. So there's many benefits to holistic mental health. Um, and when we look at an integrated approach, it really improves um, communication right? <laughs> Amongst the providers, it, it improves the ability that all the systems of the body is going to perform at its best. Um, and there is more healing that can happen, right? The more, the better, you have a better outcome because everyone is communicating together. So really addressing the root cause, correcting physical imbalances, creating a lifestyle that promotes wellness really leads to a more sustainable whole body health. So now I want to talk about holistic medicine versus Western medicine, because when we think about, you know, holistic, <laughs> the images that come to mind is yoga mats, herbal remedies, 
But the true sense of holistic means taking the whole system into account. And Western medicine and holistic medicine are often incorrectly depicted as opposing viewpoints. You know, however, a combination of the two typically yields a quicker and more thorough recovery. So for example, an individual has a broken leg, it merits a visit to the doctor to get an x-ray and a cast, but eating nourishing food, receiving acupuncture, and practicing meditation may even help manage the pain, reduce the stress, and speed the healing process. The same can be true for anxiety, depression, PTSD, or any other mental health condition. Medication that is prescribed, psychotherapy, and holistic treatments can complement the balance, you know, and balance one another to help you achieve authentic wellness. So you don't, you don't get rid of one, but you really incorporate and see what is the best option to be able to get you the best outcome, right? So some examples of holistic medicine that complements holistic mental health is chiropractic medicine. Oh, I love my chiropractor, right? Because sometimes trauma or sometimes um, issues that you're dealing with that may be stressful gets caught up in your body and you hold it. You're like, why am I back hurting? Why am I, you know, you think, oh, I lift the box and, or have you ever got up and you're in so much pain and you don't even know why you're in so much pain? This is some of the things that chiropractic medicine can really help, right? Because this is an alternative way that is concerned with the diagnosis and treatment of mechanical disorders, so musculoskeletal systems, um, especially the spine. And this area focuses on the relationship between the body's main structure, which is the skeleton, and the muscles and the nerves. Uh, and so chiropractors believe that health can be improved and preserved by making adjustments to these structures, particularly to the spinal column. And what we know about trauma is if you hold it too much, you become hunched over. And so a chiropractor can help you realign and move some of that energy or some of the, that stress out of your body through the realignment process. Um, another option for holistic medicine is acupuncture. And the key component of traditional Chinese medicine is acupuncture treatment. It involves, as you may know, inserting very tiny needles through a patient's skin at strategic points along the body at at various depths. You know, the needles really don't bring discomfort because of how small they are, but they can provide relief of pain signals throughout the body, but also issues that people have experienced. And it's a remedy for pain management as well as overall wellness. So that's a great option for you too, in terms of holistic um, health. You can get a massage therapy and, and finding the masseuse that can understand a trauma-informed masseuse is awesome if you can find one because they're able to manipulate the soft tissue of the body, including the muscle, the connective tissue, tendons, ligaments, um, and even your skin to help promote pain relief as well as relaxation and overall well-being. So really moving that stress, um, those stress hormones out of your body and allowing yourself to rid yourself of that waste and stuff that you don't need to be carrying in your body and you can experience relief of the pain by doing massage. I will encourage you to find a, a massage therapist that is trauma-informed if you are dealing with trauma or have experienced trauma. 
Yoga is another option as well. Um, this is definitely a mind and body practice. There's various styles of yoga that combines physical postures along with breathing techniques and meditation or relaxation. Um, yoga is also a nature practice that was originated in India, I believe, but it also involves movement, meditation, and those breathing techniques really to promote mental and physical well-being. It also increases um, flexibility, your muscle strength and tone and improves the way you breathe, um, and vitality and energy. I've heard it also helps with weight reduction. Also, it, you know, it improves your cardiovascular health as well as your mental calmness. So it has multiple, um, benefits when you incorporate it in your day-to-day life as well as you know joining a class or whatever however you feel comfortable doing so it definitely has a lot of great benefits meditation doing mindfulness this a practice that you could do individually or group but this helps us focus the mind calm our bodies it helps us train our brain for attention of um, to awareness and help us to bring clarity mentally and emotionally. It also helps us get stabilized. If we're feeling a little on edge or irritable, it definitely helps us um, calm our body if we are willing to use it. Equine therapy is also a great option. Um, Some people may call it horse-assisted therapy. It's a form of treatment where individuals work through their issues by developing a relationship with horses. You know, it can be used for a wide variety of issues. I actually got a chance to do equine therapy um, at one of the residential programs that I worked at, and I saw great um, outcomes with the use of it with teenagers in the program that I was working in. So that is a great alternative, as well as art therapy. Now, art therapy helps us with self-expression, right? In any form, it can help us with drawing, painting, sculpting, collage, photography, music therapy. It really helps, in a way, serve as a positive emotion regulator and self-development. And so it really helps with mental health recovery if you're able to express yourself in a form of art. Also, music is soothing. If you listen to, um, (laughs) I always tell clients, listen to appropriate music for what you're going through, right? So if you're sad, you shouldn't really listen to sad music, right? You should listen to the opposite if you want to lift your your mood. Now, if you want to ride the wave of the sadness and stay there for a minute, okay. But I would encourage you to use music that is soothing, that may be relaxing, um, and helps you with calming the anxiety. And another technique would be EMDR, um, psychedelics, or another option, biofeedback. Um, And so I'll talk more about those modalities in other episodes, but those are options as well. So we know that there's a lot of benefits from using the holistic medicine model of treatment um, because it really, really ranged from the p- practitioner's approach to the overall goal of treating you as a whole person rather than the symptom of an illness. So some of the advantages are that the practitioner who who offers safe, natural, and effective medicine treatment options also include lifestyle and self-care options, right? And who they also use alternative to traditional prescription drugs and invasive procedures whenever possible. They also aim to treat the underlying cause of the disease or condition instead of just managing symptoms. Um, holistic providers take their time to understand 
you as a person and treat what is going on opposed to just treating individual components or parts of the issue. Um, And really prevention is the primary goal as well as helping the client or the patient unlock their innate healing ability. Clients are seen when they are well and when they're sick, which helps the patient in particular form a plan. So you're not just going to the doctor when you're sick, but you're also going when you're well to see what's working and what's not working. Right now, the model is if you're not sick, don't come. (laughs) But you know, same thing with therapy. A lot of people say, well, I don't have any major issues, but some people just need maintenance therapy, right? They just need to go monthly and check in and kind of process whatever's going on, check in and make sure that they can keep the same level of functioning um, just by checking in with the practitioner. And the same thing should be with your your provider to help with prevention um, and making sure that the plan is being followed. So when we really look at the two approaches, right, we have the conventional or the Western medicine versus the holistic medicine. We With the conventional medicine, we have a primary care doctor, we have a psychiatrist, and we have a therapist. That's it. That's the team. But with the holistic approach, to treating the whole person. You have a primary care doctor, you have a psychiatrist, you have a therapist, you have someone that provides functional medicine um, or functional medicine um, practitioner. You may have a dietitian on your team, a health coach, a physical therapist, um, an acupuncture, and you, you are part of the team. You have say in what happens. Um, And so really looking at in these two different models, with the Western model of treatment, you have medication, supplements, and therapy as pretty much your support. But looking at it from a holistic approach, you have you may have medication, you may have supplements, therapy, nutrition is looked at, movement, how you're moving your body, how you're sleeping, the toxins that you're inhaling by different things that you're putting in your body, how's your gut health, um, how is the energy that is moving through your body? Is there tension? Is there spots that are tight or experiencing a lot of emotional distress um, in your body? You feel in certain ways. You may have an acupuncturist. Like there's a, a whole lot more people that are on the treatment team when you look at it from a holistic approach. So holistic care looks not just at the diagnosis, but everything within the body. It takes a medicinal approach and complements it with different types of therapy. A holistic approach to mental health works by pairing modern medicine using medication and prescriptions to help what's going on chemically in the brain with the Eastern approach by using other non-medication therapies such as the mindfulness and meditation that I talked about earlier. So just some things to consider is as with other type of therapies, it is essential to be willing to work with your therapist, with your doctor, and all these people that's on your team in order to deal with your emotional and mental um, conflicts that you may be facing. Holistic approach require participation. You have to participate. I always tell my clients, I said, I'm in the boat with you, but if you're in the back of the boat drilling holes, we're not going to make it, right? That means you are not participating. You are causing more harm than good, right? You are going against where we are. You have a voice, but if you're not using it, it makes it hard for our the boat to be navigated in the right direction. So making sure that you are 
a part of it. Also, holistic therapy should not take the place of traditional medicine, but can be used in conjunction with other treatments to help improve the healing process and overall well-being. Um, in some cases, your therapist may begin with more traditional psychotherapy um, techniques, but then eventually move to more alternative therapies as they get to know you and you build a rapport and they really understand what is happening with you as a whole. Um, and it's often helpful to approach treatment with an open mind in order to really enjoy the full benefits of the process. So really looking at this as a option for you, if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling not heard, if you're feeling like um, something is going on and it's not being addressed, right? You're asking yourself like, my body doesn't, it's not functioning well. I'm dealing with a lot of anxiety, a lot of self-doubt. Uh, I'm losing sleep. I'm increasing my weight, uh, my anxiety. It, my brain just won't shut off. If these are some things that you're going through and you've been trying, you know, regular talk therapy and nothing is changing, you may want to consider holistic um, medicine or holistic, uh, holistic provider that um, provides mental health therapy to really help you reset and look at it from a different perspective, different lens. Well, that's it for today. I hope that you learned something or something resonated with you in today's podcast. I want to invite you to follow our podcast where all podcasts are streamed. Also check out my blog at getting rooted.com that's getting hyphen rooted.com for more information on this topic and other topics make sure to follow us on facebook at getting rooted 23 and on instagram at getting underscore underscore rooted r dot o dot o dot t dot e dot d as well as on tiktok at getting rooted all one word Make sure to join the conversation. My favorite part of this whole thing is participating in the great conversation that happens on social media and in our comment section. So don't forget to let us know you were listening. I invite you to answer this week's question in the comments on Facebook and on Instagram. And this week's question is... What is one thing you wish you knew when you were younger about mental health? See you next time when we talk about psychedelics and the use of treating trauma. Remember that here at Getting Rooted, we reclaim our own truth and embrace destiny. Be well.